Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. here. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and today I'm sitting here and I'm going to talk about identity crisis actions and kind of like going through an end of the year life inventory kind of um, practice and lots of exercises that you can do and perspective shifts that might help you kind of see things differently and yeah, taking stock of your life right now, like taking a snapshot of your life right now and really analyzing and getting granular with how you feel about where you're at in your life right now. Um, I was really inspired to record this episode after I listened to Andrew Huberman's recent episode about happiness. And so he goes through like, so many different topics and angles of looking at happiness and what drives our happiness. And I mean, it's an amazing episode. He goes deep into money, relationships, connection, human connection, um, you know, technology and connection in that sense, um, work and purpose and school and It's an amazing episode. I I might actually listen to it again because it's so good. So um, go listen to it. He is amazing and he's, you know, he's got (laughs) the number one podcast in the world, I think, right now, pretty sure. Um, So listen to that episode and, you know, it's going to awaken something for you. And that is my goal with this episode as well, is to reach my audience who you know, might be going through the same thing I'm going through, an identity crisis, a complete life alteration, if you will, like, just trying to figure out what do I even want? I mean, like, what do I actually want? When somebody asks me, well, what do you want in your life? Like, what would make you happy? You know, I've had to sit there and kind of really ask myself, like, well, what do I want? I don't know because I got so far off of the track of what my life was like this time last year when I was living in Miami and teaching and, you know, that was my life and I had my whole identity there. And I think part of the reason why coming out to LA and getting some of that space was to reset and find that clarity that I needed. And I talked all about that in my previous episode, so if you haven't listened to um, the solo episode that I just put out, um, listen to that one. But I'm going to go through, I have tons of notes and tons of things I want to talk about with you guys. So taking stock and taking life inventory. Everyone's got some kind of emotional sore that is like weighing them down 
and most of us don't really know what exactly to do to release that dark energy. Um, and it's like this sense of like dis-ease, right? This, I don't feel at ease with the way that my life is going. Um, and that feeling is not fun at all. It's because, you know, you feel this like, like something is like hanging over your head. You know that something doesn't feel right. Or you might know exactly what you don't like in your life, but you don't know how to get past that and you feel stuck. So that is the energy that really is hard to, you know, dissolve, is that stuck energy when, you, when you're stuck in some kind of chapter or phase in your life and you don't know how to move forward. Um, so each area of your life that you can take inventory um, and you can, do, you can journal, you can write this down, you can do it in your iPhone notes, you can make a nice pretty poster with, you know, markers and colors and whatever, and draw, like, you want, when you're, when you're taking inventory of your life, you want to feel, you want to really feel that energy of each category of your life. Um, you can play music while you're doing this, you can, you know, listen to different kinds of um, healing sounds, or you can watch tarot readings when you do this, like whatever really gets you going. Um, so each area of your life is home, money, relationships, food and body, and then you have mental, work or purpose, and fun. So I will repeat those real quick. These are the each categories of your life. Home, money, relationships, food and body, mental health, work and purpose, and the last one is fun. And, you know, fun can be fun, pleasure, joy, sex, excitement. So what I've been realizing lately is that, you know, I'll have one area of my life that I've been really dialing into, right? Like I've been trying to save money the last couple years and I've done pretty well, um, you know, trying to save money for an apartment. I've had some setbacks, of course, like my cat going into the ER and that being like over $3,000, almost $4,000 um, to be honest. And um, there's just been things that have set me back and that's part of life, right? That's why we have these um, rainy day funds and fuck you funds and we have these, you know, savings accounts that can hopefully help us get through periods of time that we don't get an, a lot of work or maybe we're out of work, maybe we're unemployed, maybe we get sick, maybe we break a bone, maybe something really fucked up in our lives happens and we can't work, like we can't function, um, you know, God forbid something bad happened and, you know, just sets you off. So really, um, I, I wanted to have, I wanted to save money because the way that I left Miami, you know, losing my apartment, not being able to find an apartment because the housing market was so fucked up and it still is, but I think it's slowly starting to get better. Um, I was talking to my real, real estate friend who was saying that, you know, Miami is, they're trying to correct what happened there um, with all of the inflation and the interest rates and people going there and buying homes. And 
it, it really fucked things up. And that's why I left. Um, I could not find an apartment. I could not find one. I wasn't, how, what was I going to do? Just, you know, I, there was nothing I could do. And, um, to be honest, there's no Airbnbs there either. <laughs> like I, I'm always checking on Airbnb and there are no Airbnbs in Brickell in downtown. Like there's no fucking Airbnbs there. That's why I am here in LA because the amount of Airbnbs and the, the amount of options here, um, I mean, it's, it was kind of like a no brainer, you know, I wanted to get out for a couple of months. This was, this was the best option. So what you're going to do is you're going to, again, go through all those categories and ask yourself, what area of your life are you really dialed into? Okay, cool. You made these progress moves. You, you made all of these things happen in this area of your life. Awesome. Maybe you got a new job. Maybe you're doing really well in your career, but you don't have a relationship or you're single or you're lonely or you don't have like a solid friend group. So in the areas of your life that you feel are like the volumes just turned all the way down, it's, there's nothing there. There's no warmth. There's, it's turned off. I want you to write, like, free write, you know, just an entire page for that area of your life. And I'll use that example, you know, for me, that is, that is what I'm going through. Um, you know, I don't feel ready to date. I don't feel like I have a very, very solid group of friends. Um, a lot of my friends kind of, um, I've lost connections with them or they're busy with, you know, their lives or maybe I just have acquaintances now that don't really feel, um, like I don't really feel a strong connection with them or, uh, you know, people have ghosted me, (laughs) you know, so taking inventory in that sense and then starting to free write, I would start writing about, well, what do I want? What kind of relationships do I want? What kind of friendships do I want? Um, what kind of people do I want to be around? And just literally writing everything that drips out of your head and putting it out on paper. Um, So for me, I have been going to yoga classes here in, you know, in Hollywood and literally just being around people in the yoga studio. I'm not speaking to these people. We're just practicing yoga together and you know the music is high energy and I'm sweating and I'm getting a good workout in and just being around people in the locker room and you know just just that just being in that energy of a yoga community of people who are doing yoga together um, that completely awakens me so that has been something I've been doing and it's not like I leave these classes with with people's numbers or a new best friend That's not how it works. It really, you know, it takes maybe several times to really um, get comfortable with people. Um, And I didn't come to LA to, you know, make a a new group of friends because I'm only going to be here for maybe a couple of months. So I'm being realistic and I'm just trying to really tap into what my soul needs and my soul needs um, just social interaction. Just, just being around people, just being around people doing things, you know, like going to the store and running errands and doing things that are just normal everyday things um, that can awaken us. So last night I was kind of going through 
uh, these realizations that I was having because I was, again, I was doing this, I was doing this, um, this exercise and free writing about each area of my life. And obviously the main area of my life that I'm not happy with is my living situation. So that is what I wrote the most about. And it's interesting because anything can, even like the smallest little things can trigger these realizations within us, right? I'm going to use what happened to me last night as an example. After yoga, I was in the locker room and I overheard a couple girls talking about how they really missed um, yin yoga at core power yoga and they couldn't wait for that class to be back on the schedule. Now, this kind of awakened something in me and I was like, oh my gosh, I miss, I didn't, you know, speak to them. I was just thinking this in my mind. I was like, I really miss teaching yin yoga. I miss teaching restorative yoga and all of those classes that I was teaching at Equinox in Miami. Now, I obviously know that I miss teaching yoga, but when I was living at my mom's, you know, I kind of lost touch of reality and I lost touch of what things actually make me happy and excited. And I, again, I lost my identity and I, I just didn't even realize how much I truly missed teaching yoga because I was so deep in the trenches of, you know, grieving my aunt's death, um, being back at my mom's house, being around her husband who I dislike, uh, you know, being in a, in a town that I have no friends, no, there's no train, there's no, um, we don't walk everywhere. It's like, I felt like I was in a jail cell. So everything in my life turned off. And the only thing that I could do was be in this fight or flight mode all the time. And, um, I resorted into behaviors like over-exercising or, um, you know, like my OCD and, and obsessive compulsive disorder stuff like would come through or depression and anxiety. Um, so I was preoccupied while I was at my mom's and I couldn't really see things clearly. Um, be, and I think maybe that's like a, um, maybe my subconscious self was trying to protect me in a way because if I was always thinking about how much I miss teaching yoga, I'm sure that that would just kind of spiral me into a depression because it's not like I could just snap my fingers and make an apartment appear in Miami and say, oh, you know, yeah, I miss teaching yoga. I'm just going to go back and go back to my life. Like, if it was that easy, then I would have been there already and I would not be in this situation that I'm in right now. So we have to be real with ourselves and our unconscious self is always trying to protect us. So, you know, we might um, forget about things. We might, you know, try to not think about things that we know deep down inside um, we need to work on because we know that when we, once we start thinking about those things, um, it's going to feel sad or depressing or it's going to trigger our anger, right? So when I was doing this exercise last night, I was going through all the pros and cons that LA has and Miami 
because I've been here for a little over a week. Um, and so now I can, I can find, I can kind of take that inventory of how this past week has gone for me in LA and some of the things that I like here and some of the things that I dislike here. And I've realized that I really do miss my life in Miami. And for a while, I think I tried to convince myself that I didn't miss my life in Miami because of the way that I left because of how hard I tried to find an apartment and how I failed at that. And I, I took it out on myself and I tried to lie to myself and convince myself that Miami's not for me. Fuck Miami. Um, it's an, it's an annoying city. I hate it there. And you know, that only created like a dark energy within me. And then I had this like resistance or this, um, you know, this negativity towards Miami. But in reality, that was my subconscious and unconscious self trying to protect me, right? So again, it's like, how how are our unconscious selves trying to protect us, but really it's sabotaging us into seeing things in a skewed perception so that we don't have to feel that sadness or that shame or that guilt. Um, you know, our unconscious self has our best interest at heart because we are trying to survive and we want to feel good each day, but sometimes that self-sabotage will keep us stuck in these cycles or in a, you know, a life that we aren't enjoying. Real quick before we get deeper into this episode, I want to talk to you guys about BetterHelp, which is my favorite sponsor for this podcast. You guys know how much I love therapy. I have been in therapy for several years, but I've been using BetterHelp for about three years. And I love my therapist. She's amazing. Uh, so I'm very happy that BetterHelp has, you know, sponsored this podcast. And out of all of my sponsors, I gotta be real, BetterHelp is my favorite because I actually use them every day, every week. Um, I have a great relationship with just the experience and you know my therapist has helped me through so much the last couple years and BetterHelp is very very easy you don't have to do it um you don't have to do it you know you don't have to go to a, a freaking office you don't have to take a drive you don't have to take an uber or a lyft you can just do it from the privacy of your own home or wherever you're traveling you can do it video you can do um just an audio call if you're not comfortable doing video, or you can do the messaging. And you can also message your therapist whenever you need to. There's also a journal feature, which I love, because journaling and typing all of that stuff out of your head is so helpful. Um, so join over 2 million people who are using BetterHelp. That is crazy, 2 million people. Um, it has helped me so much. Just having someone on your side and having that outside perspective who is not going to judge you. Um, they're not going to hold anything over your head. They don't know um, any anything, any secrets that you tell them. They're not going to ever hold that against you. And that's what I love about my therapist. I could tell her the worst things I've ever done and she's not going to 
to judge me. Um, she's been very helpful with everything that I've gone through with, you know, the relationship with my mom and healing and, and everything like that. And she does EMDR. So you can find a therapist who matches your personal needs, whether it's addiction, uh, substance abuse, trauma, eating disorders, relationship issues, you can find the perfect therapist and you can change the therapist as many times as you need at no charge and it's super easy to, to navigate the app. So all you're going to do is go to betterhelp.com slash vibe for a discount and that will get you a nice discount on your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe for a 10% off discount your first month of online counseling. And I hope you do it because we all we all really need support. And if you haven't tried therapy yet, this is going to help you so much. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Okay, so as I was doing this inventory of what the pros and cons are of Miami and LA, it's like you really have to get granular. And if you are in the same kind of predicament as me, like you're trying to figure out where you want to live, um, what you want to do. Maybe you just like every part of your life needs needs a revamp, you know, your job, where you live, the kind of apartment you're in. Maybe you need an upgrade, you know. Maybe you, you know, you really feel like you're not living your true potential. And I got to say, your living environment is the root chakra of it all. So if you are living in an apartment that you feel uncomfortable in or dread or you hate the building or there's a lot of issues in your home, whether it's like roommate issues, family, or you just don't like, you know, like your your apartment, there's so many different issues like with plumbing or appliances or kitchen or whatever. Like these things weigh you down and you don't realize how much of an impact these things can and it can trickle into your life like for me when when my home life feels out of whack if i'm in a living situation with let's say like my ex-boyfriend you know like that was not a good situation and i was miserable and i've had many roommates where I would dread going home or I would hide in my room for as long as possible or I would not, you know, use the kitchen if they were in the kitchen. That is not a way to live. So if that is the energy that you are living in, that needs to change in order for you to feel connected to your purpose or your drive for life, you know, this passion for life. What wakes? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Um, for me, when I'm in a funk, I don't want to get up early. I mean, what what's the point? And and you know, I, even even though I'm here in LA, I'm still sleeping in. I still have depression. It's not like it just goes away overnight. I still have OCD. I still have depression. I still have anxiety. Um, but you know, sometimes you have to rip off the bandaid and you have to change your physical environment in order to feel something like shake it up, you know, and I know that not everybody has the means or the opportunity to 
just move into another apartment. Like, you know, I couldn't find one. Um, or you can't get a different roommate, or you can't kick out your partner, or, you know, you can't move out of your parents' house right now because of what's going on in the economy. So I want this episode for you to, I want to offer you, like, ideas for you to get unstuck, even if you can't make those big life changes that maybe you know you need to make, um, and you're, you need to take those steps daily and we're going to get into that in a little bit um, to, to make those goals happen. But every part of our lives is going to have a series of pros and cons. Um, it's a matter of finding your personal happy set point and finding that balance of the pros and cons that you can deal with. Um, like no apartment is going to be absolutely perfect. Um, but looking back at my all of my like living situations, now I can see what aspects of each living situation or experience um, are things that now I want in my life and that I value. And then there are certain experiences that have shown me what I absolutely do not want. You know, I do not want to have to walk two blocks to the laundromat to wash my clothes. I am not doing that again. I'm not living with people. I'm not going to have, uh, I'm not going to find an apartment and have a disgusting, outdated bathroom or kitchen. Those are non-negotiables for me. So um, all of these fucked up, you know, living situations, or maybe it's your current living situation that you're in, it is showing you what you want and what you don't want. And it's um, establishing those non-negotiables and your standards for what you desire in your life and say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Knowing exactly what you want in your life is going to help you manifest those things clear and like with ease and grace. And the more clarity that you have of the things that you desire, your self-worth is going to rise and you're going to be, you're going to be seeking out those things that you know you want and you know you deserve. Um, these are all things that I've kind of taken and learned from different podcasts and manifestation workshops and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm trying to articulate this in a way where I'm extracting these things for you so that you can kind of get what you need from it in a clear way. Um, so... The differences between Miami and LA, there's a lot. There's a lot of differences. Um, the buildings here in LA are outdated. They're crummy. They're, you know, they're run down. Of course, there's new buildings here, but the majority of the buildings in Hollywood and the area that I'm in are old. They're old. They're not updated. They're not renovated. And if I'm going to be paying like over $2,000 for an apartment, because let's be real, that's pretty much what all apartments are now in LA, in New York, in Miami. I mean, 
$2,000 is actually on the lower scale of what it is in Miami, at least. So I'm hoping that when you know, I start looking for places there. Maybe I can find a place that's not $2,000. Maybe it's cheaper than that. That'd be great. Um, but I'm now that I'm here in LA, I'm realizing what are my non-negotiables? Well, I just listed them off for you. Um, so it takes what it takes for me to get clear with my intentions and what I want and my identity crisis, you know, navigation is in order for me to know which direction I want to go, I had to come to LA and be in this environment and see how other people live to have an appreciation of my life that I had in Miami. And, you know, I, fortunately enough, the last place that I was in, in Miami, was in a really nice building, but it wasn't my apartment. I was just subletting a studio apartment um, and it was, you know, my friend at the time was nice enough to let me rent her studio for five months and that was it. I knew it was temporary. It wasn't my apartment, um, but that building was so freaking nice. It had two pools. It had a huge, enormous gym and you know what? That raised my standards and I'm, I'm happy that I got that chance to live there because now I know exactly what I want, and I'm not going to settle until I get that. And to be honest, that is a little scary, and it feels like, well, what if I never get that then? And it's like, well, I could think that, or I could say I'm doing everything in my nature each day, each week to make that goal of living in a building like that and having my own apartment in an upscale building like that, in a safe building that has all the amenities that I want, I'm making that my priority right now. And I'm doing the actions that I need to do each day in order to be on that path to like, to make that my reality. So I talked a little bit about the path of least resistance. So what does that look or feel like for you? And these are things you can journal about. Um, you can free write about these things like what area of your life is giving you the most friction and the most resistance. So after you do that exercise of each category of your life inventory, I want you to deep dive into the category that is giving you the most friction and the most upset in your life. Uh, in a perfect world, let's let's phrase the, the question like this, phrase the writing exercise like this. In a perfect world, how would this resistant situation transform into what you desire? So, you know, in a perfect world, what does your life look like in that category? You're in a perfect relationship. You're in a loving, safe, healthy relationship. Or if it's the home thing, you're living in an amazing home. You, bu you bought that condo. You bought that home. You, you found that apartment in the perfect location. You got that job. You are making this amount of money, whatever it is. So then ask yourself, what are the steps that you can take each day, each week, each month to move towards that goal? How much money do you need to save each month for you to feel like you're making progress towards that goal? 
Um, It's not going to happen overnight, that is for sure. But what small daily steps and habits can you do so that you can progressively move towards that goal? And again, this is stuff that I've learned from listening to podcasts with James Clear. I'm also listening to his book, Atomic Habits, uh, on Audible. So for you, you know, if, if it's wanting to leave your job and finding a new job, what can you do in the meantime to set yourself up for the path of least resistance? You know, you can look for jobs, you can put your feelers out there, you can make a new updated resume, you can search online for jobs. You know, you don't have to quit your job right now. You can just do these things and get the wheels in motion while you're working that job still that you hate. Um, you can text and email all the people you know and just put the feelers out there that you're looking for a new job. Um, you can get really into money-saving mode and get really serious about not spending on things you don't need so that, you know, worst-case scenario, God forbid, you can't take another day of working at that job, you can put your two weeks in and you can leave. Um, you know, if, if, if it's not that, that you feel empty in your life, uh, it's not about your job. Maybe it's about, you know, you need, you, you, you feel like you don't have any fun or you, your purpose is diminished. Um, so maybe you could plan a trip to visit someone who lives in a city that, you know, is completely different than the city you're in or the town that you're in. Um, or, you know, if that's not a possibility for you, you can switch it up, switch your routine up, you know, take some new classes, look for new um, cafes to go to, you can look for new restaurants to go to, you know, switching up these sense pleasures, being in new environments, going to the bookstore and walking around, that um, can really help because being in the energy of books and learning, usually something will spark your interest and that can naturally snowball into you like diving deeper into what lights you up or awakens your soul. Like literally just going to a bookstore or a cafe or a record store or, you know, Barnes and Noble, like whatever. Um, do the things that feel uncomfortable in order, in order for you to grow. So we need to take challenges and kind of like treat them as little experiments If we don't experiment and we don't get out of our comfort zone and do things out of our, you know, mundane routine that is driving us into a depression, then, like, we're not going to get out of that comfort zone, that self-sabotage zone, and then we will never know what potentially could help us feel better, right? And we just stay stuck. So if we don't go against those those, you know, feelings of just, you're so, you're so comfortable with being in this, like, stuck energy of, like, the same shit day in, day out. If we don't go against that, how are we going to know what can make us feel better and make us feel happy? If I didn't go to that yoga class and, you know, do the thing, put the energy in to get to the studio and go to a class, I wouldn't have been able to make these realizations last night about, wow, I really do want to move back to Miami. Okay, cool. Because a couple weeks ago, I was not feeling this. I did not even care about moving back to Miami because I had such a negative connotation about what happened to me. 
So again, it's, we have to shake things up in order to get out of that self-sabotaging energy. So for me, um, in order for me to get out of that self-sabotage dark energy, I got really granular with it and I, um, I have a running list of things that I'm going to do while I'm here in LA and it's kind of like a, a working action list for my identity crisis stuff. So it's like a bucket list of small things that I know will awaken my solar plexus and sacral chakras, which are all about creativity, expression, uh, sexuality, purpose, pleasure, joy, and fun. So simple things like going to that that class, that really awakened me and made me have some really deep realizations about what I desire in my life. Um, finding other yoga studios that offer like free weeks or free classes. Most of them actually do because COVID really like set a lot of studios back. So, um, you know, a lot of these yoga studios will have like a new, a new student special where you can get like a month for really dirt cheap. And then you just go and take as many classes as you want or as you can in that week or that month. And you're bound to have a good time, you know? You're going to awaken something for sure in your body, in your mind. Um, You can do class pass, boxing, just switch it up. Do things that maybe feel like, you know, this is not comfortable. I remember last summer, summer of 2021, when I went to Miami, I, I did that. I went to a boxing class and it was like this crazy kickboxing cardio class and I ended up you know not going again because it was too intense for me with where I was at in my health journey but I'm glad I did it because I got out of my comfort zone and I did the hard thing and that is what made me feel good like going against the fear um you're gonna laugh but going to Marshall's or Ross or the dollar store and you can literally just go there and walk around and see what gets you excited See what sparks your interest. It, it's so stupid, but like literally, um, you know, when you are depressed and you're miserable, you need to be able to feel excitement and happiness and pleasure in any fucking possible way that you can. So if that means going to Marshall's and walking around and just looking at pretty things and trying to awaken your sense pleasures and smelling candles or buying a snack or buying a new shirt, like you need to awaken those neurotransmitters and the wires in your brain and you need to be able to remember what it feels like to be excited or to be interested or to be you know, something interests you, something gets your blood flowing. Um, you know, that that's really what it takes to change the wiring and the presets in our brains. Um, when we get so used to the same routine and, and the mundane bullshit, um, you know, just me being in a different environment has made me feel more alive for life if that makes sense, like my daily chores and my daily errands and just going grocery shopping, they don't feel like like how heavy they felt in Florida when I was living, you know, at my mom's because I am in a more free energy, independence. That's really what awakens my soul, 
you know, I am a Sagittarius, so that is what my soul needs. Um, so a mundane day for me of getting groceries or going to the dollar store, I can transform that into a really fun day when I'm exploring and I'm, you know, I'm, it feels like an adventure because everything around me is this new adventure, this new atmosphere, even like going to the grocery or even going to the, um, the dollar store, they were playing Christmas music and I was looking at all the Christmas decorations and I was finding good deals. Like it's stupid shit like that, that makes me excited. You know, maybe I'm like an old woman, but I really enjoy going to the dollar store and finding a good bargain. (laughs) Um, you know, you can, Find uh, find something that sparks that enjoyment. Find a, a park, a new gym, a new place to move your body. And that's the, the last kind of thing I want to talk about is find a place where you can move your body that feels good. You know, for me, when I was in Florida, I was going on these walks because, you know, I, I enjoy walking, but it got to the point where I was just walking the same route in the same neighborhood and it was just it wasn't fun anymore I was lose I was losing my mind and I tried to stay busy by listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and listening to audiobooks and calling people and doing all the things that I could to make that walk as interesting as possible but it gets to the point where I just you know I was losing my mind so you need to find a way to move your body and get the energy flowing because when you get the the body moving that literally warms up the solar plexus and the sacral chakras and again those chakras are all about creativity purpose identity sex pleasure fun passion creativity expressing yourself um So when those chakras are warm, they are working. So when you are moving, they get warm. They're they're turned on. That's why people say when they're in the shower, you know, they might have these amazing ideas. Well, your body's warm. You're warming up your chakras. Um, That's why people say when they go for a run, that's when they have these moments of clarity, these moments of epiphanies of you know, mind-blowing moments of, of, of knowing what you want, you know, um, all of these ways of, of movement. When I go to hot yoga, I get in there, I get in that clarity mindset where I'm like, oh my God, this is what I want. And things are just so clear to me. Like, how did I not see it like this before? It's because I wasn't activating my, my chakras in a way that they need to be unlocked. They need to be opened. So if you are into like Reiki and body work, um, even like going and getting acupuncture, getting a massage, getting cupping, all of these things, you can get, you can find massages on Groupon for $40, you guys. Now it might not be the best massage you've ever gotten, but beggars can't be choosers. You know, if you're working on a budget and you need to get some energy flowing in your body or you're in pain or you know that getting uh, acupuncture or a massage will help you connect to your your purpose, your soul, your identity, go and find one on on Groupon. It's going to help. It's even if it's a crappy massage, 
it might help your body, you know, like, so getting the chakras warm, getting them working, because when they're stagnant, they are cold and they're not turned on. It's like a light switch. Um, you need to move your body in order to spark that awake. Um, just like spark plugs for your car that isn't turning on. You need an outside source to physically make that turn on. Because sometimes we don't have the energy within us to re-spark ourselves. We need something outside of us to spark it for us. We need somebody else's lighter to help us re-spark. So... I hope this episode helped. I didn't really plan it being on this long, so if you made it this far, awesome. I hope this helped you a lot. I had a little bit of caffeine today, and I think it really helped me get through this episode um, with like a clear mindset. So just to wrap things up, we need to take inventory of our lives in order to in order for us to connect to the deeper part of ourselves. When we get stuck in the same old routines and habits and people, we literally feel like we can't move forward into anything else and we can't manifest what we really truly desire because we're so wrapped up in fight or flight mode and just being stuck. So a different potential that we crave um, can feel so far away because we aren't allowing ourselves to take that inventory and to get real with ourselves, and to shift out of that self-sabotaging energy, again, that, you know, it could be our subconscious, our unconscious selves, our inner child, trauma, um, older versions of ourselves that are just trying to protect us. But within that protection, it's really keeping us back, and it's holding us back from feeling... Um, emotions and memories and things that maybe might be unpleasant, but we do need to feel these things in order to progress and move forward and be able to um, create a life that we desire that's going to make us feel better. So do these exercises, do the inventory, do the journaling, and let me know how it goes. Feel free to DM me on Instagram, Gab Love Flow. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to share everything that's been helping me get through my identity crisis. Um, if you want to hear my recent podcast with Keto Savage, I was on his podcast and it's the most recent episode from I think December 6th and we talk about all things eating disorders, healing autoimmune issues, um, digestion issues, keto, uh, ex-veganism, binging, restricting, bulimia, anorexia. We talk about it all and he is such a cool dude so I will put that link in the show notes if you want to go and check out that episode on his podcast which is the keto savage podcast so all right uh thank you guys so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please leave me a, a rating on spotify or itunes or share this uh this episode with someone in your life all right thanks for listening
what this is saying then is that just as you don't know how you manage to be conscious, how you manage to grow and shape this body of yours, that doesn't mean to say that you're not doing it. Equally, you don't know how the universe shines the stars, constellates the constellation, and galactifies the galaxies. You don't know. But that doesn't mean to say that you aren't doing it in just the same way as you're breathing without knowing how you breathe.